Hello, welcome to the Whitecat Outdoors podcast, episode 176. Thanks for joining us. This week, I uh, got myself here, Nick. Uh, I brought Tom and Frank. I didn't really bring them, you know, we're all hosts. Uh, but we brought each other together, talking uh, first turkey opening day of turkey season for us here in PA. And uh, I laid down a bird, so we're going to give the full rundown on that and just kind of just BS a little bit about the turkey hunt and little festivities leading up to opening day of turkey. But uh, that's about it right there. So without further ado, let's uh, get tuned into this week's episode. So I did the cardinal sin. I pull up my boat, and then I look dead at his antlers. I got out of the truck, and when I slammed the door, I heard gobbles all around me. Alaska, moose, spot and sock. That is the bucket list. I agree. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another installment of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. If this sounds like a new voice bringing you in today, it's because Frank's not in the studio tonight. That's a lie. Frank, Frank's here. He was actually down in the beer fridge getting Nick a beverage. I so, won't be answering to Nick at all on this podcast. Turkey Slayer. Yeah. Turkey Slayer, Turkey Ninja, um, Turkey Master. Something of those lines will be the only thing I respond to. Perfect. Fair enough. So while Chief Frank Turkey, was, that's probably a good one. <laughs> anyway, I'm bringing you in tonight. I'm in the studio with, well, you heard Nick. You, I'm sorry, you heard Turkey Killer. And Frank is with us tonight. So thanks, sure thanks for being here, everybody. Oh, glad to be here, Tom. Thanks I, for having me on this. Yeah, and uh, Turkey Killer, what, what exactly are we talking about tonight? Well, Tom, it's right in the name. Uh, I've been, you know, so I, I have to back up because I... I Sold this big story of how I was going to be bow hunting this year, and then I had the whole issue with my sight breaking and everything. Um, so I didn't get to bow hunt opening day, but that didn't stop me from what you could say is killing a turkey. Um, it was a fun hunt, and I just want to talk about the whole deal. And it was a rather long hunt for you. Yeah, they really made me work for it. Um, but you know, that's all part of the process, and sometimes you just got to work a little extra hard to get your bird. You know. And this is day, or I'm sorry, year three of you killing opening day. Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, it's a shame so, you couldn't do it with a bow. It is a shame. We could have been calling you Bow Turkey Ninja. I think I like Turkey Chief. So turkey let's refer, Chief. Yeah. Um, or Chief Turkey. Tur- probably Turkey Chief. Like that, I'm the chief good, of the turkeys. We should get a t-shirt with your face with like a fan for a headdress. Yeah. It says Turkey it's, Chief. Probably be offensive to some. Hey. But... You're the turkey I'll be chief. Called the guardian, turkey guardian. After that, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, because the Cleveland yeah. Indians yeah. had to change the name of the guardians. Yeah. So I'll well, call you Turkey Guardian. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even though you kill them, you don't guard them. But hey, it all works out. Is what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, first I guess we'll back up to Friday night because 
it's kind of tradition. We like to bring in any new hunting season uh, the right way. We like to go out and celebrate a little bit. So Tom and I, and I don't, Frank, I don't think you made it out Friday night, did you? Yeah, you did. That was our at annual softball meeting. Oh, yeah. that's right. I was at the Valley. Yeah, things got a little hairy towards the end of the night. I didn't go to... So. Yeah, you didn't yeah. go to Elk Creek. He didn't yeah. go to the turkey celebration. He was at yeah. the softball meeting. Yeah. yeah, so that's right. We started the night celebrating, or not celebrating, um, with a softball meeting. Very important stuff. But uh, that's not for this podcast. Yeah. And uh, so Tom and I went, ventured on down to the local bar, and... Just brought in turkey season the right way, shooting pool, having a few drinks, talking with some of our other hunting buddies that made it out. If just, you're not hunting opening day hungover, what, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> kind of tradition. Um, so anyway, so Tom and I get home, get to bed. You know, we had turkeys early in the morning. I think we were getting up like 4.30, and I think I went to bed around 1.30. So and, it's not I mean, too bad. It's not terrible, especially because like I'm so excited. Like I hardly sleep anyways. Like I woke yeah. up before my alarm and was ready to go. Yeah. So we get all ready, and I had a pretty good idea where I was going. You know, the wind was right, and that's the not, wind was right. <laughs> uh, he actually has to take a kayak and canoe down river, kayak down river, and uh, <laughs> canoe get it to, in a kayak. Yeah, get to his spot because he doesn't want to walk through the roost, so he. Takes a long way down the river and yeah, that's a, that's another thing that I didn't talk about earlier in the coming weeks of like turkey tactics, but entry and exit is just so important for turkey hunting. Yeah, you can't leave ground scent where the turkeys are coming in and out. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, they'll they'll notice. But anyway, so I go back to I have a special spot um, that I go to that I've killed many birds on with my grandpa and my dad, and since I started hunting alone, I still like to make it back there at least once a season um usually because that's all i need and <laughs> i go and sit in the same spot every year opening day it's just been kind of my thing and it's just the way it's set up there's not a ton of birds over there but there's always somebody that wants to play mm-hmm. and so i get set up and I, I actually this year i was i was johnny on the spot i was back in my area at about quarter after five um which plenty of early but a couple weeks ago when I was roosting birds, they were gobbling at 5.15. So that tells me that they're awake at 5.15. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be in there set up by 5.15. Should be plenty of time. Um, but we had rain all night and rain into the morning. So it was totally quiet for quite a while. Mm-hmm. At about 6.30, I hear one gobble way off in the distance, maybe 200 yards away. And I'm like, okay, we got we got one. He's out there. And then nothing else, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm like, so there's literally one gobbler in this area. That's awesome. Um, and he was actually right about where my bird was last year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the way the, there's a big field and then there's a ravine on the backside of the field with a small creek at the bottom and they always roost right on that edge. So I'm set up there. He gobbles, I think like... <laughs> 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 that was the worst attempt <laughs> ever. You ran away from the mic. It still sounded like an idiot. <laughs> nice job, Tom. So Sorry about that. <laughs> so he gets, he's like I said, he's probably 200 yards away. He only gobbles like four times on the roost. And then at about 645, 650, um, I hear him gobble again, but it sounds way further away. So to me, that usually indicates that they've hit the ground. 
that first gobble where he sounds significantly further usually is he means he's on the ground um so at that point i just did like four soft yelps when he hit the ground and nothing no response like, all right and then i hear him gobble one more time and he sounded you know just as far i'm like okay mm-hmm. you know there he is i didn't i didn't answer him at that point so i'm just sitting there and I was actually, uh, my buddy Paul texted me. He was telling me he had some birds going and stuff. And I'm like, I had, I got one bird like 200 yards away, but he don't want to play. Actually, I think my, I said, he don't want no smoke. That was, is what my answer was. Cause he was just, wasn't talking. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. So at this point I'm not, I'm, my hopes aren't super high at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so then at about seven o'clock, I look out across the field and like 250 yards out, I see a bird. I'm like, oh, sweet. Here, let's go. You know, I didn't have my binos, you know, he's like 300 yards away and my eyesight's not quite as good. Like it's still pretty good, but like I've noticed mm-hmm. my eyesight deteriorating over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm calling, you know, doing a few yelps and stuff and nothing, nothing. Like, oh, all right. I guess you don't want to play neither. Was well, he talking or? No, uh, it ended up being a crow. Yeah. It, my, I was like, it, it flew off and I was like, Oh my God. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm like sitting here by myself calling to a freaking crow out in the middle of this field. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. So then you felt like a ninny. Yeah, I did. So at about seven fifteen, so another 15, 20 minutes, look over and about that same distance, but closer to the edge of the woods, see another bird. And now I'm like, okay, that one's way bigger. Like, that's got to be a turkey. That's a monstrous crow. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's got to be a turkey. So a few more yelps, no answer. I'm like, all right, whatever. So this bird keeps working across the field. And at this point, it's probably 200 yards away. Um, but like, no interest in me just kind of working its way across the field. And I'm like, I'm just going to, one time, we're just going to get a little sassy. I'm like, you know, give it a little cackling and cutting and stuff. And then, bam. I'm like. That head didn't move. I'm like, no, that head didn't move. I'm like, that was not that. someone else. I'm like, that wasn't you. And I look, you know, to the direction I heard, and there's a bird at full strut, 150 yards down the field edge. Oh, baby. I'm like, okay. I'm like, didn't know you were out there. This is fun. And so then he comes out of strut, and he keeps working his way into the field a little bit, just kind of trailering that that hen. Mm -hmm. So got aggressive again, did the same thing, and doesn't he just spin around? I'm like, can't believe that just worked yeah like never pull a gobbler off of a hen that he's with yeah all right so he just starts slowly coming into strut and coming out of strut just slowly working his way like 75 yards back to the field edge Mm -hmm. you know or like right at the woods and i'm facing directly at him so like i I sit parallel on fields Mm -hmm. so i like just so it is easier to shoot um so i'm looking at him and he's probably 120 yards away when he gets to the edge of the field and at that point, I don't know what happened because I didn't call anymore. I called twice at this bird. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he just starts sprinting down the edge of the field. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Did you had decoys out? I had one full strutter. I've been saying it all year. That is a deadly decoy. Um, yeah, I had one full strutter. And I always face the decoy away from where I think the birds are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, because a gobbler that turns his back to another gobbler is typically a a submissive, um, action, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're turning your back to them. So I like to put the back of the decoy towards the bird, show them that I'm submitting to you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so that decoy is sitting there just kind of fluttering back and forth in the wind, but mostly facing away from him. And he just starts sprinting down the edge of the field. And I'm like, oh, this is going to happen like now. And I'd already, I turned my sight on. So I put that red dot on my shotgun Mm -hmm. and I turned it on as soon as I saw him. But I'm like, all right. So I click my safety off when he's at like a hundred yards because he's just cooking. So I just shoulder up and I had the red dot. I had an opening like directly in line with where he's coming. And then uh, I had another opening at my decoy, but it was going to be a lot of movement to swing over to the decoy based where I was at. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pop him as soon as he gets into this opening. So he's just running. I see his beard swinging back and forth. I'm like, all right, you know, that, that's a bird that I'm going to kill. You know, he mm-hmm. had a full fan and I actually, I told Tom, I wasn't going to shoot a Jake. Wow. Tom didn't believe me. Um, let's just say I'm lucky. The first yeah, one I was wasn't a say, Jake. If the first one that, if that same thing happened and his beard was two inches, he was smoked. Yeah. He might've got it. Not going <laughs> to lie. Um, but we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, so he comes in, he's at 20 yards, still behind some brush, hasn't broke his stride at all. And I'm like, all right, here it comes. And he got to like 15 steps in the opening and just pow, like on the run, running, like trying to run past me to my decoy, Mm -hmm. just smoked him right on, right on the run. And he acted like I hit him with a baseball bat. I mean, just flipped back and just done, did not twitch, flap, nothing, just out like that. And I was like, oh God, yeah. And so I, I immediately sitting at the base of the tree, I sent a snap to you guys that my decoy fell over a super blurry yeah. photo of just a tuft of blurry feathers out in the field, like right in front of me. I'm like, ah, oh, damn decoy fell over. Yeah. And nobody bought that. No, nobody. I was surprised. <laughs> 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 so at this point, I do want your guys' reactions from your point. So you don't know anything that just happened. You guys, Snapchat rolls in of a fallen decoy. Tom, what's going through your head? Oh, I knew right away. I'm like, that guy, he killed another one. Yeah, I, my first thought was, you're an idiot. Send a real picture. <laughs> yeah, I was I was not fooled. Yeah, no. Especially not because I know your decoy's a full strutter, and I can see wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a few telltale signs that might not be the case. Yeah. Um, so I got... You know, unloaded my shotgun, um, walked up to him, and I think I took another picture of just his feet um, dangling over my shoulder. Uh, I don't, I don't remember at what. I don't think I, I, g- I gave you guys probably a half hour to. No, it was the longer next than photo that. was of it in the bed of your truck. It was decoy fell over, and then the next photo, probably a half hour later, was yeah. it in the bed of your truck? Yeah. yeah. And it was probably two hours later before we got like a real picture mm. of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so I guess backing up a little bit, Tom said that it, you know, birds really made me work for it. It was about seven thirty when this went all down. Yeah. Um, but I will admit, I so I am You're usually a first light. Guy. Tom, Tom knows, and you know, like I'm one of them guys. I usually kill my bird at first light. Like I just, I, for, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I'm dialed in on turkeys. I know where they're supposed to be. I'm there, and I they fly out of the tree. They're in my lap. I kill them. Yeah. Um. So at six thirty. In my head, I'm like, Hunt's over. I literally, I was, well, it wasn't that the hunt was over. I was literally telling myself at 6.30, I'm like, man, they're really going to make me work for it today. Like <laughs> it's 6.30, I've already decided that These this is no, this are... is no longer an early morning hunt. They're going to yeah. make me work for this. Yeah. And 7.30, I feel like it's still pretty early opening day to like be done. Yeah. But you know, for you, that's, I was like, you're ready for lunch at that yeah, point. Yeah. I'm like, come on, I'm supposed to have coffee by now. 
<laughs> um, so I get my bird loaded up and I think I sent a couple Snapchats of just like, you know, the classic stupid shit. Yeah. Just classic, you know, feet over the shoulders, a little bit of feather in the background. Um, so I get up to my granddad's and I always, um, cut back behind his house. Cause he, he likes to, my grandpa and my grandma like to watch their birds. They got, um, like just, they have like these little bird houses that attract little songbirds and stuff. So mm-hmm. they like to watch those. Um, what? Nothing. Oh. I'm just, it's kind of neat. I know they're going to be back there. So what I like to do is come up through that side of the property with so you my don't bird. scare the songbirds away. No, I, I probably do. Um, so come walking up through there. My grandpa tells me he's going to have to start charging me to kill turkeys there. He said, you're killing too many. Cause I just like bang, bang, bang every mm-hmm. year. It's like, I go up opening morning, come Seal walking the back. Deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an absolute blast. It was a absolute textbook bird read the script. Everything that I said was going to happen, happened like the full strutter decoy. I've been, preaching that for months like mm-hmm. you know i keep seeing people online saying that it's too aggressive of a setup doesn't work i mean unless you have you know personal experiences where it's not working like don't tell people that because i am a firm believer 100 percent on that yeah first week the people that are saying that it's too aggressive of approach obviously aren't hunting the dominant bird in the block that could be that, that could be um but for, for me an experienced turkey killer like you going after the boss gobbler, yeah. boss gobbler. <laughs> you're not going to intimidate him with a Jake Strutter. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, what were the stats on this bird? So, how big was the snood? Snood came out to three and a half. Um, nice, fully extended or erect, if you will. <laughs> um, so that was nice. Um, I got a nice picture of a snood. I don't care um, about anything else. We can yeah. end it right there. All right. Have a good night. Everybody. <laughs> um, so his beard, I'm giving him eight and three quarters is a very honest answer. If you really straighten it out, get it really nice and close, you're inside eight and 15 sixteenths. Um, so I just, if you just very, tug on it a little bit, give it a little extra. You could get, you could get nine. Yeah. yeah. Give it, give it some pull. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it Classic. to nine. Um, but just, you know, just Lay flap it, it up. Yeah. Flop it out there. Um, it's sitting healthy at eight, th- eight and three quarters. Um, it, well, it was, uh, mouse ate my beard already. So that's, that, yeah. So I got to put it back together. Um, it just, they ate the meat off the top. So it's just in a lot of pieces right now. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get that fixed. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's just going to go into a shotgun anyways, or a shotgun shell. Yeah. Um, and spurs were nothing special. They were seven eighths. Um, weren't real pointy or anything. Mm-hmm. They were just um, worn down from fighting. So yeah, much. that's probably He's what it such was. An old bird. Last year, my bird was. I mean, I had like hooks last year, so mm-hmm. wasn't didn't get quite get that. But I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I hardly even look at beards when I shoot turkeys, and especially don't look at spurs. Yeah. Um, spurs are something I find when I go up to pick it up. Yeah. Like got like on a gobbler. I saw him running, and I could see a beard flapping in front of him, and Dead. I seen him full fan when he was strutting. I'm like. That's a definite bird I'm going to kill, you know. Yeah. Didn't have to think about it. Like Jake's I will think about, mostly shoot, but I will you, think. You think um, about it first then decide to shoot. Yeah. That full one, f- you, full fan, visible beard swinging, that's a dead bird every time. I'm not going to pay attention to Spurs. Yeah. Um last year I got lucky, he was really really good. Um this year he just like I mean 7 eighths, it's probably a 2-year-old bird. Yeah. Um nothing too crazy, but it was an awesome hunt. And it just solidifies even more like my addiction to turkey hunting because I just mm-hmm. I can't get enough of it and I just seem to do well and yeah you definitely know what you're doing yeah so 
plan is now um, we're recording this on Wednesday like typical. Tom and I are going out tomorrow morning. Hopefully going to smack a long beard before work. Um, I got quite the time frame on it. Like I got to be on the road by 7.30. So we've got very little time. So we're going to change up some things. Mm-hmm. Got some secrets up the sleeve um, for the Turkey Guardian. And uh, hopefully we get on them. And we got a full weekend of hunting ahead of us. We got PA still on Saturday. We're going to go to Climber Sunday. Um, and then I think I'm going to go up to Climber Friday night and hunt Sunday Ooh. morning and then cut wood. So why would you hunt go up Friday night if you're not going to hunt Saturday? I said hunt Saturday. No, then you, you hunt said hunt Sun- Sunday. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh. You said I'm going to go up Friday night and I'm going to hunt Sunday. Oh, well, I meant hunt Saturday oh. and then cut wood after the hunt. Mm. I'll show you right where you need to be. All right. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, we got our buddy Trevor coming in next weekend. We're going to try and get him on a bird for a couple days. So turkey tour has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We got Tom and I got a trip planned at the end of the month. Go kill some birds a little further away. Um, it's just it, it's been awesome. The weather's sucked for turkey hunting, but it it's hasn't stopped wet. hasn't stopped the the fun. You yeah. know, I just you get a little wet, a little cold, um, and but, lay a bird down. Yeah, yeah, I, I did get soaked Saturday, but it is what it is. Um, still a good time. Don't mind it. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be nice this weekend finally, but. Yeah, that's about it for that. I mean, Turkey's story is like when it only lasts an hour, it's tough to make it any longer than that. So um, you guys got any closing remarks or anything? Hopefully next week we'll be back at it with another Turkey Camp series. I think we will. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Me too. So I'll be in the woods again, so (laughs) I feel pretty good about it. (laughs) Uh, No, but for all, I mean, all seriousness, um, good luck to everybody that hasn't gotten a bird yet uh there's still plenty of time so make sure you guys are all still getting outside